Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class self-support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Rudy Rodriguez. Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. On today's episode, we have a very, very special guest, Ms. Kara Kakuda, Director of Sales for Full Stack Marketer, who's going to reveal how to run supremely successful events. And before we bring her on, I want to share a couple accolades. One, I was most impressed. I didn't know this about Kara, but she actually won Entrepreneur of the Year Award for the U.S. West region. Super cool. She's had multiple top sales achievements, uh, 25 plus years in sales. Uh, and event planning and execution, as well as operations and management. And I've had the pleasure of getting to work with Kara and her team at Full Spec Marketer for a couple of years, running multiple very successful online virtual events. And we're really, uh, really an honor to have you here as our guest today. Welcome, Kara. Hi, Rudy. Thank you so much. Super excited to be here. Yeah, excited to have you as our guest and get to learn from you and, and your amazing years of experience. Um, so Kara, you know, we, on our show, we like to jump right into like the value proposition and, and just start sharing with our listeners um, from our own experiences and things that they can learn and action on when it comes to doing their own profitable events. And uh, the first question that people typically have when they think of events is, okay, if I'm going to host an event, how do I promote it? How do I get people to show up? And, and you and Full Stack Marketer, you've probably crack the code on this better than just about anybody when it's come to uh, virtual events. So maybe you can start off by sharing a little bit about your experience there. So Rudy, this is one of the most important things. And I think for most people, they don't, they're so busy planning the event and all the details of the event and that they don't really look at how many people are actually going to be there. So how many of you, right, have planned an event, got all the beautiful setups and <clears throat> the location and everything and and you were it was lackluster when you opened the doors right so at full stack um our uh ceo uh Kalai, he is so awesome and our marketing team is so great but our focus is really first off on marketing and show up and, and show up being one of the things that also people, and I'll go into that in a moment, but <clears throat> we run multiple uh, marketing campaigns uh, off different platforms to be able to have as many registered individuals uh, come through the door. And really that's the goal. You wanna make sure that you have people register with you. That way you also have lists and you're able to kind of reach back out to them to make sure that they've saw, right? Email or anything that you're, you're using for that. Uh, and then to do a follow-up. And even after that, you wanna make sure and confirm that they're showing up for your event. So show up is really, really, really important because people will always tell you, right? They'll be like, oh yeah, I'm going, right? They'll click all the boxes and do all those things. But are they really gonna walk in that door if it's live or are they going to, to show up on your um, Zoom? So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's super important that you're highlighting, you know, the importance of marketing and promoting first and actually making sure you have an audience <laughs> so that you can run an event with and the emphasis on actually getting people to confirm and show up. And I, I really saw how over the last couple of years, you've really refined that process between when somebody says, yes, I'm going to be there and they buy their ticket to like them actually showing up and you've dialed that in, you've measured it, you've improved it, you've, you added like these tutoring sessions ahead of the event, these registration confirmation sessions. Can you just share a little bit about that and kind of what you found that worked to get people to show up to your events? Yeah, depending on the type of event you want to run. So our event um, is a three-day event. Uh, one of our events is a three-day event and it is actually online. Uh, we have um, uh, a product where we are guaranteeing someone pretty much to get sales, leads and sales by the end of that three days. So it's, it's a pretty big promise. But from there, um, there are some things that you need to have. And this is uh, tools that Rudy's talking about. And you need to get those tools in order to participate in the event. And the one thing about that, when there is a requirement that you have, then that helps on the show up or to tell you that someone is more likely, right, to attend your event. So it is, it would be a good um, a thing for you to have that when you are planning, um, when you're working your list that there be some requirements. And, you know, Rudy actually uh, has helped us to, to do that with our clientele and to help build a better um, um, result with that, so. Yeah, most definitely the, uh, the idea of, um, actually T. Harv Eckerd uh, is quoted, I think this is where I got this quote from. It's like, the more you have them do, the more they like you. <laughs> <laughs> so having them do that homework, having them get those tools, having them take those extra steps, it can be counterintuitive, but it actually, and not everybody does it to be fair, but most people do. And then those people that do are even more eager, even more excited, even more prepared to come to the event and to get the result. The other thing I want to highlight that you mentioned, Kara, that I think is super powerful is the promise that you make at your event, right? Hey, we promise that you show up and you do the work <laughs> and show up all three days that you're going to get leads and potentially possibly even sales. And, and you, you, you guys fulfill on that promise. Um, and it's a whole engine to do that. But I think the key th takeaway here is having that big, bold, audacious commitment and promise that people can hold on to. It's like, wow, like if I attend this event, I can get this thing, right? If I play full out and I show up and we got to be that clear. I think in the marketplace, you got to have that clear, big promise of coming to the event, you get this thing, right? And I think you probably have done that better than just about anyone in the marketplace of creating that awesome promise and then fulfilling on that promise. <laughs> and that's why you guys get hundreds and hundreds of people to each and every one of your event, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Yeah, we really, um, I think it's really important to be honest with your audience. I, you know, there's different techniques, right? And being able to get people to actually attend your event. But, you know, the more honest you are with your clients and make sure that they know what they're going to, they're, they're seeing what they're going to expect. You're, you're, you're laying it out to them. I think it's really important because nobody likes to show up to an event and, you know, be let down, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and you're going to probably talk about that later, but yeah, so that's the success that we've uh, learned to um, build upon. 
Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned that, you know, the point where we've assisted you guys and, and that assistance was basically having uh, a member of our team calling the members and actually talking them through the expectations. Hey, congratulations on registering. Hey, here are the days and the hours. Hey, are you going to be there <laughs> with your camera on, with the, on your lap, on your laptop, not your cell phone? <laughs> are you going to have your notepad? Are you going to have your your pen? Are you going to have done your homework? You know, are you going to be free of distractions and really getting them to say yes to all of these things so they know what it takes to be successful? And that's one of the things I do appreciate about Full Stack and what you've done as well in your in your market, your niche is you're very honest upfront with people of the amount of work that's required to achieve the success that they're desiring. I think that's important. Um, that's communicated from the beginning to the end. Yeah, thanks, Rudy. Also, you had mentioned, I apologize, um, our tutors, we offer the assistance. So whenever you're doing some type of, you know, education type of event, you want to have people to assist them, because you're going to have people come in at all different levels, um, as Rudy is saying, um, their competency, um, technical, right, technical competency. So some people may not have a computer, you have to let them know you need a computer, um, how to do basic things, we tell them in advance. Um, so that they're able to know like what levels and we're always getting better at that, uh, communicating that uh, before they come in, as well as tutors that are on the spot that are able to answer questions. We actually have a support team there also to be able to support everybody in the event, right? And um, yeah, that is extremely important because we all expect everybody to be perfect when you're running it out on a paper, how your event is going to be and you're doing planning for it. You, you write it out as everybody is proficient. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's not how it is. Um, even though you do have the best marketing and the best filters, you're going to get a whole myriad of different types of people. So Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you prepare, I say prepare for the you prepare for the worst, expect the best. <laughs> um, yeah, one more point I want to touch on before we jump into the actual event itself. Um, from a promotion perspective, Full Stack Marker and Kiala and your team, you guys are experts at digital marketing. Um, you know, what have you found that's working right now as far as marketing strategy to get people to come to your events? Uh uh, okay, so you're going to ask me for the secret. Well, okay. <laughs> Just for Rudy, we're going to talk about the secret. I think one of the biggest um, things that we do very well is we have mastered um, the email platform. Now, email is not new. Um, it has, it's probably one of the oldest when it comes to tech um, type of communication, but uh, Kala is really good at writing good copy email. Uh, and you got to make sure that you can get through the email box, right? You have to make sure you're not blacklisting for those of you that know what that is. I mean, there's so many components to email deliverability <laughs> um, that I think we did pretty well, or he does excellently. Um, and it is an art to get into the box. Then on top of that, to make sure that someone opens that email, right? Because they're getting, right? Again, you're not the only one in their email box. Um, you are one of thousands of emails. So you get in the box, you wanna make sure they, they click on it, 
<laughs> they open it, they read it. There's so many things. So, you know, people opt in to different types of campaigns with different emails. So, you know, there's just so much to it. It truly is an art. And I think that's what Full Stack does best um, to be able to do that. Wow, that's incredible. You know, it wasn't the answer I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was expecting like something with uh, some new social media platform or, <laughs> you know, something cutting edge. No, the fundamentals. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and mastering the fundamental, right, and and becoming great at that thing, um, which is incredible. That's actually very refreshing to hear because I think everybody can relate and, and learn from that. You don't have to go learn the newest, greatest uh, social media strategy. You just get good, master the fundamentals, master email marketing, master your message, right? Just master the basic invitation, and and it works. Right. That, that's a great tip. Thank you for saying that, Kara. Yeah. Thanks, Rudy. One more thing, because it really depends on your demographic, right? Yeah. So if you're trying to hit, uh, it, we, we market in all different uh, types of social media platforms and all different types of platforms. But the, the challenge is you need to market the right way to your demographic. Right, whether it's TikTok for a younger generation and how you word that and how you to Instagram to, you know, our media, our platform for the clients that we like to um, talk to is email. So majority of them, we may hit them originally from Instagram, Facebook or whatever, but later the information that goes out is um, and to keep them in the show up is through email. So that's my tip. Yeah, thank you. So you have multiple um, sources of lead generation, but it all comes ultimately to the email and the email follow-up. And that's typically where most of your business comes from, it seems like. Yeah, yes. great. And it's consistent. And you know what, Rudy? A lot of people don't, don't even get email. Like they don't, they don't collect the email, believe it or not. They're so busy uh, trying to reach people with new platforms every time a new platform comes out, but they don't think about the fact that, you know, like for instance, Instagram, Instagram, they, there's multiple Instagram accounts that are running at the same time. So maybe they'll see yours and they'll get excited, but if you don't capture the information, you can't go back. Right. So yeah, it, it's, it's, Email is one that is for longevity. Yeah. It's one of the, I think the most fundamental truths in marketing, right? Is because you don't own Instagram, you don't own Facebook, but you can <laughs> own the email, right? With obviously through some software, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's, you build the, the asset, right? The, the email list. Yes. Um, the list. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that Kara. And, uh, and our listeners here, if, if you do want to learn more about um, how to market, expertly through email. I know Polstack has amazing uh, resources to be able to learn that as well. So um, well, maybe we'll touch base on that a little bit uh, later in the show here. So now here we are, Kara, you've, you've, you've done the promotion, you've nailed the message, you've done the promotion, we've got people confirmed. Here we are, you know, the first day of the event, and we have hundreds of people that have shown up. Share me a little bit about what your focus is during the event so that you know for sure that you're fulfilling on your promise for people at the event. How, what, do you, what do you think about as far as now we're on the event, what are we doing during the event? So 
the first day, uh, Kella has a, a, you know, it's kind of funny when he first was planning the events, he told me, I'm going to tell them that we're going to sell them something. <laughs> Not most, most people, right. They go to an event, they plan the event. And then at the end, they kind of spring it on them. Like, Hey, there is, you know, call to action. And you know, we're going to ask you for more money or to buy a product or whatever, right. Whatever your CTA is. Um, Kiala had a theory that he likes to tell people what's going to happen. He's very direct on it. And I was just like, in the beginning, I was like, I don't know if that's a good idea, right? Like people are going to chop off, you know? And, and he words it so well, Rudy, that they literally are wanting already to, <laughs> to know what that is. Um, we introduced them uh, to our advisors, as you know, um, and our advisors who are going to be able to speak with them and talk about how they are going to take the information they get from the event and how they're going to further build what they want to do, right? Feel their dream, whatever it is that they want to achieve. And he does that really well in the beginning, on the first day. So our... Uh, we don't have a lot of drop-off yeah, during the event. We actually keep people for the three days that we are two and a half that we have them, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, we get better and better at it. Yeah, every, every time. But yeah, the first day is really about ultimate housekeeping. You know, this is what we're going to do. These are the people that you're going to you're going to meet and see they're amazing, right? And everybody's just excited. We build the um, community we, we, that people get to be a part of, which is huge, by the way. Um, the community, the camaraderie about just being together on an event, that is just extremely powerful. Definitely. I, I do think you, um, you do a, an excellent job on that first day of setting up the expectations for the whole weekend and letting them know, hey, there's going to be an opportunity to enroll or register into a program where you can get help after the event. And you're going to want, you're probably going to want to do it. <laughs> and we're going to be here to help you, you know? <laughs> so, uh, and I, I love how you guys, you didn't say this, but I've heard, we've had conversations about this, how you believe in your model of, hey, let's help them get a result. Right, let's help them get that lead, maybe even that sale. And so we're adding value first, and then we're asking for, for the sale, right? We, we've clearly demonstrated that we can help them in their business and their lives. So at this point, and I think by the end of the third day, Kara, it's like, we, we let, we, I remember being like, okay, if, you're, if you want to join the program and you just have some questions, stick around, everybody else can drop off. <laughs> and I think like 80% of the people stick on, like, you've done your job and like people want to, maybe not everybody has the resources or maybe not the right timing for everybody, but the desire is created, you know, for most people, because you do such a great job upfront, letting them know what to expect and then actually fulfilling on, on what you said was going to happen. Yeah. And thank you for that. Just to kind of put me back into, into the mode, but um, even prior to that, you know, I think, and we've learned a lot from Rudy also, but, but in our relationships, but we, we start a couple weeks in marketing or emailing the clientele um, and building the relationship with the tutors and, and helping them get the tools. And so by the time they get to the first day, 
they, they already kind of feel a part of our event already, which I think is extremely uh, powerful, as I know you know. Definitely. I think one of the key things you do well with your community building is you create a unique Facebook group for each event that you do. And leading up to the event, people are already creating engagement. During the event, there's crazy engagement in there, including celebrating people's wins, getting leads, getting sales, and then ultimately joining your, your, you know, your high-end program and it all gets celebrated and it becomes a community and people want that resource. You know, <laughs> They want to be part of that Facebook group. Um, it's so cool the way you do that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I really appreciate about the way you, you run your event, you talked about it before, but your tutors are phenomenal. And I love the model where you've actually taken students who've gone through your programs, who've had you know, a certain level of success who are on their journey and turn around and you've given them the opportunity to now teach Right. And I think that's a part of the reinforcement for them, too, in their own journey, their own development. And now you have this, the attendees who get an amazing tutor who is a few steps ahead of them and can, you know, guide the way for them. And I just think it's a beautiful model that you follow for everyone involved. And it's just so cool the way you do that. Yeah, I think Kala, that's really under Kala's design. And it, Coming from that personally uh, with my husband, I think, you know, we clicked on his link a while back and we are technically, um, you know, uh, entwined in the organization, of course. But yes, that is one of the things Kala loves is to not only help those to build what they view as success, but many of them have joined us as tutors uh, because we're in the education space as well as building on the side something for them. We have a myriad of people that have built other businesses or have succeeded from being a part of Full Stack. Yep. Yeah, I really, I really am a big fan of your tutor program. Um, and then you also have your advisors, who you mentioned earlier as well, who, um, you know, are acting as your sales team effectively during the event and uh, and you give people the opportunity to meet with an advisor during the event and and get their questions answered and you know get that guidance as well i just love the way you you do it all right and you ultimately get amazing results from your events so so kara there comes a time in the event probably you know day two or day three where there's an opportunity to to invest you know the audience gets to make a decision and um I'm curious if you can share from your perspective, your, your approach, you know, full stacks approach for how do we actually ask for the sale? Like what's our mindset around it? What's our approach around it? And ultimately, you know, um, just that, cause I think that's always helpful for the audience to hear is, you know, your approach to asking for the sale. Yeah. Um, in any event, there's a goal, right? Your call to action or there should be. Um, I think so. that's a big thing. I think a lot of times people will do an event and then they won't plan too much around um, what the goal is for the company. So we uh, situate our call to action on the second day. Uh, Kala will do, um, he does a tee up to the call to action, which I think is really good. Uh, he talks about his personal journey he talks about um, the challenges that he's had um, and then really brings it home as far as what the solution is for someone. And it not only is quite emotional, and I don't know if he really plans all the time for that, but he, you can tell he is talking from 
um, true experience and his heart. And I think that is what is the major success um, of the call to action. You know, anytime you are looking for a successful financial outcome, people buy off emotion. Yeah, so it's nice to have extreme detail, <laughs> you know, but really uh, I will tell everyone the, the success of your uh, event is emotion, you know, how much emotion you're going to put into that. And whether that be with testimonials or whether that be with, you know, live situations or stories, it is extremely important to have. Yeah, absolutely. And to highlight that point, um, you know, I always appreciate seeing Kella share his, his journey, his story through his own hardship, his own struggles, his own his own commitments he made to coaching and mentorship and coaches and coaching and community and courses, all of it. Right. And just sharing, Hey, this is what it took. And I, you know, like I, I broke through all of these circumstances where I had borrowed money from so many people, you know, all this to make it happen. And so it's like, when you share all that, it's like, people are like, well, there really is no excuse. <laughs> right. If you can do it in the face of all of that, you know, so can I, right. I think that's the fundamental thing is we want to get people to believe and truly so that they can do it too. It's not just that anybody can do it, but that they can do it, right? That they're capable. They can see themselves in, in, in that journey as well. And the other thing that you do brilliantly and rightfully so is social proof. You, you, you demonstrate so many wonderful case studies. Even yourself, Carrie, you're a case study of full stack market. You and Ray and your journey and how to change your life. And, and you highlight dozens of other students who have been on that path. And it just, it makes so much sense because there's, the path's already been set, the social proof's already been made, and, and people say yes, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to just add real quick, you know, we don't ask for, in our, in our world, we don't ask for the sale, because I think how we look at it is we're here to help each and every person to be able to find a solution of what they want to do. Uh, like Rudy said, um, you know, we were in corporate for many years and it we we're trading dollars for hours and you only have so many hours. <laughs> and so for us, we had to find a way out if we wanted to uh, raise our daughter, you know, the way we wanted to and we don't want to miss her life. So Postac's given us that opportunity, definitely. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, okay. that I love the, the approach on you know, how you guys get clients. And uh, so that kind of brings us to the uh, kind of the lightning round of our interview here. We'll do just kind of some rapid fire questions and just kind of give us top of mind what comes up for you. Uh, so in your experience, having done events with full stack and other events in the past, um, what would you say are like three of like the best tips that you can give someone who's uh, either considering doing their next, their first virtual event or the next one they want to do better? What are three tips that you can give them? Um, I think it's uh, really important that your focus is on your guest or your right that their outcome is going to be a good one. <laughs> so what the what the journey is should be the main focus because you can do a spectacular event on the front end sparkly and everything like that but if your client or the person who is attending is after the fireworks got no value, then that's a problem. Um, number two, show up. Like we talked about in the beginning, it's really important. You know, you can 
you can count um, on people to say that they're that they're gonna be there, but you really gotta make sure when you open that door, right? And then finally, I think um, the next thing, if you're doing it really well, all those people are showing up, what's your next thing? Because they're gonna be like, I'm gonna buy the next thing. And they'll be like, oh, okay, that was it. You really want to have the next thing and the next thing, right? That's when you know you achieved it. When people are asking you, what's the next thing? How can I do the next thing with you? What is, what is gonna happen, right? That's how you know you've achieved success. Yeah, people are asking what's the next thing and you're ready for the next thing. And that includes having a date on the calendar, <laughs> you know, not like, oh, we'll get back to you. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you already got to go into it already having that plan. <laughs> uh, those are great tips. Thank you, Kara. What, what would you say is a book or maybe a resource that you would recommend to the listeners to help them um, improve their next event? You know, there's so many books out there on how to logistically do an event, but um, I, I love this question because really for people, I tell them it's your mindset, right? Um, I think sometimes you, people would look at an event and be like, oh, that didn't go so well or whatever. And so the book that I recommend is from John Maxwell. He's one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, um, How Successful People Win. And again, this is by John Maxwell and, and the book goes into just approaching things from an aspect of um, if, if everything, if you knew, right, what would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail? Meaning that how would you, how would you plan your event if you knew it was gonna work out perfectly? It's just a different way of how you handle it and how you look at it rather than fear of who's going to come in the door and how many people are going to be there. And is this, I'm going to save money or make money or this book is like beautiful because it just talks a lot about how even your first failure is not, you know, the worst one, you know, and so don't worry about it. So yeah, that's a great recommendation. I haven't read that one yet. I'm adding it to my list. Yeah, down. 24 other books if you're interested <laughs> but yeah you know, give us a few more books I, I know you're a big avid reader and a big believer in mindset what, what are a couple more books you'd recommend um i okay another one by john maxwell <laughs> there's a bunch of them but um the one i'm reading right now is called leading in tough times he has a lot of leadership books and people think like, well, I have to be a leader. Like I have to have people to lead. And that's not really how it works. You actually learn how to be a leader first and then people come in for you to lead. That's really how it is. Um, but yeah, this new book that I found at this airport, at the airport where I was um, talks a lot about, and it's so funny because you know how you like you highlight, I'm going to do this, like you highlight, um, I've highlighted almost every single page of the book. And so, but he just talks a lot about um, leading uh, people so that, I mean, let me just kind of read you an expert. So adversity, right? Looking at adversity, that that's an opportunity. Most people think, right? The challenge that happens like, oh my God, this happened and this is bad. And they start to go down the road of all the things bad that can because of this one thing that's a challenge but he talks about how diversity gives you the opportunity to discover more 
you know, it just, just for us knowing Rudy, I think came from a challenge <laughs> with full stack and I, it caused Kala to go out and, and, and meet him and be open. And it's been, that was such a great success from a small mm. thing that we had before. So, yeah. Yeah. And you saw how the diversity worked for you, right? It, it, it was an opportunity yeah. <laughs> that led you to Kiala and then full stack. And then now where you're at today, oh. um, I like that. I wrote that as well. I'm, I'm going to make a quick book suggestion here for the audience as well that you recommended to me a couple of years ago. And that was uh, The Values Factor by Dr. D. Martini. Um, and I know that's a big component of your work at Full Stack Marketer is helping people uh, organize their values in a way that's going to help them grow their business. And, um, you know, I also did the Breakthrough Experience for, for your guys' recommendation, and that was a phenomenal experience. I recommend that to the listeners as well, Dr. D. Martini, The Values Factor, and The Breakthrough Experience um, as well. <laughs> if we had more time, we could definitely talk more about that. But yeah, Demartini is a big part of uh, Kiala's teaching and, and our success, truly, individually, as well as business for the business. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. And uh, Kira, what's the best way that listeners can either learn more about you, what you do, or what Fullstack does? What's, what's the best thing that they can do? I think they should just yeah go to our website at www.fullstackmarketer.com, and that's Fullstack with a Q. It's full stack with a Q. Um, and from there, you can read about what we're about. Uh, and then if you want to contact us or contact myself, uh, you can do that uh, from the site. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I do recommend for our listeners to check out full stack and their work. Uh, one, if you're interested in upgrading your skill set as far as digital marketing goes, or maybe even you don't want to have a mindset breakthrough as well, or you just want to watch a master at work, <laughs> I highly recommend opt into their funnels, check out their email sequences, <laughs> go to one of their events, you know, like play full out. And I know you'll get tremendous value. Um, anything you do with full stack. Uh, Kara, I want to ask a few personal questions, just a couple of personal questions before we wrap up for you personally, what would you say is like the next summit or the next goal that you want to next summit you want to climb or the next goal you want to accomplish? And maybe what are, what's a challenge? that you see that you need to overcome to get there? Yeah, so it's so funny because uh, I am so ingrained in full stack right now. And one of the values that, I know you're asking me personally, but really it, it's pretty personal as what we wanna do. So one of our, the mission that we have as a company, uh, Kiala has made sure that we all um, understand and, and live by is that we wanna help a million people by the end of 2025, which is coming up. So that means that we really need to have more collaboration. We need to, with others, we need to involve and be around others because that's only how you grow uh, is to be able to be around the association that gets you there. I think one of the challenges when you get so driven to reach goals, you don't collaborate and you don't do that more often, even listening to your own internal teams. So that's a challenge that we are looking at. And for this year, we are focused on scaling. And, but at the same time, we need to always step back and remember to listen, to listen to our fellow team members, to listen to our clients, to listen to others who um, we're blessed to be able to be around. Mm, yeah, pause and listen to 
all the stakeholders, the clients, team members, the, <laughs> you know, everyone involved before um, you go and make the, the scale plan. There was a, a great YouTube video that somebody recommended to me that Simon Sinek, the guy who says all about your reason why, there's a great video that's about um, leaders um, speak last. I think that's the title. One of my mentors recommended that to me. And that's what you made me think of when you were describing that is pausing to listen <laughs> before making big decisions and scaling the company. Um, so Kara, I think this is actually a beautiful question to end on here. Um, you know, what legacy do you want to leave? What do you want to be remembered for? I love this one, Rudy. So uh, when it comes to legacy, I think people, they look at, you know, many people look at things that are tangible, right? Like how many, how many, how much land you have or how much money you have or, but when I look at legacy, I truly believe that it's so much more than that. And what that means is true success is for me about helping others to be able to have helped as many people as I can and teach them to do the same. Because, you know, in this world, it's all of, it's so siloed many times and people view things as their own and that's their problem. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you have 10 more people, 20 more people, 30 more people that really are trying together, right? to come up with solutions and to help each other, very simplistic. That's the legacy that I wanna leave behind, that my family, my friends, the people I work with, that they, that they know that not only is their voice important and that they can make a difference in the world, that's the legacy that I would like to teach and to leave with others when I'm gone. Mm, amazing. Yeah, there's a expression I heard one time that, you know, we, we die two deaths in our lives. One, when our physical body dies. And then the second one, when the last person who remembers us says our name, right? Or maybe not, maybe they don't remember us, but the last time our name is said, right? Or a mention of our life and the impact that we had. Um, and it's a question of how long will that impact last, right? That we would be, how long, how many generations will people remember the impact that, you made on their lives and their lives and their, you know, the generations. I think that's what it comes down to is what are you remembered for? What difference did you make with other people? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kara, for being such a wonderful guest on our show today. I, I appreciate how today we talked. Yes, we talked about strategies and how to have a super successful, supremely successful event, but we also talked about psychology and mindset and in values, which it really is at the core. <laughs> of it all, right? 80% is mindset, 20% of it is strategy and mechanics. So um, I appreciate you so much for being a guest on our show. And uh, do you have any final comments to make before we wrap up? No, I just appreciate you, Rudy, your team, everything that we have learned with you and the collaboration we do with you and so in awe of everything you stand for. So thank you. Thank you, Kara. And for our listeners, if you got value from this episode, please uh, subscribe to the show, uh, share it with someone who you think might benefit from this and absolutely go check out fullstackmarketer.com with a Q <laughs> and, uh, and go learn from a master marketing organization. So thank you, Kara. I appreciate you. Have a beautiful day. We'll go ahead and call it a wrap. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. 
If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind tech programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute uh, consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez, and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day.